0: Hi and welcome to the Booby Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age-old question. Which was better, the book or the movie? I'm Rosha. And I'm Hannah. And we are officially on Patreon. If you want to become a patron, all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash the girls. And a quick shout out to one of our followers, Bahar. Ooh. Again with the fancy names. Fancy names. <laughs> I um, need a good Midwest
1: name like Steve. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> where are the Bobs at? <laughs> and this week we are covering P.S. I Love You.
1: And I have titled this one... Pour one out for Jerry.
0: So the book was originally published in 2004 and it's written by Cecilia Ahern. It got a Goodreads rating of 4.02 out of 5 and it has 501 pages. It was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. I don't know why. I, yeah, because from what I remembered of the movie, I was like, oh, this is a quick movie. Like, you know. It was free. a quick
1: read, though. I will tell you yeah, that. I agree. Uh, the movie came out in
0: 2007. So I was
1: a sophomore in college.
0: I would have been a junior in high school. <laughs> wow! And so the, I think that's probably why we loved this movie so much probably. back then. <laughs>
1: uh, but it's rated PG thirteen. It's a comedy, drama, romance. Two hours and six minutes. Directed by Richard Lagravenese. I'm sure that's exactly how you pronounce it. Uh, he is the director of Freedom Writers and Beautiful Creatures, and he also was one of the
0: screenwriters for the movie. Nice. I like Freedom Writers. Hilary Swank is in that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the IMDb synopsis reads, a young widow discovers that her late husband has left her 10 messages intended to help ease her pain and start a new life. It's funny
1: that they say, like, the number of letters in there. Why? Because you don't, I mean, you don't sit there and, it's not like letter one, letter two. In the movie? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know what
0: I mean? (laughs) Well, in the book, as we'll mention, like, it's laid out very clearly. Thank you. That it's, you know, one per month. And she opens each one at the beginning of every month, so. So some fun facts. Uh, this was Cecilia Ahern's debut novel.
1: I actually did not know that this was a book.
0: You didn't? N- no, not not until we, you put
1: it on the list. I had no idea. Oh, well, there, there you go. <laughs>
0: um, it claimed the number one bestseller status in Ireland, Britain, US, Germany, and the Netherlands. But it did receive... Quite a bit of negative reception from, like, critics, uh, with one critic specifically calling it overhyped, predictable, and full of stock characters. Sounds like a Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe her name was Karen. Who knows? Um, And crazy enough, um, this I didn't know. I figured it out when I was doing my research, but uh, this book actually has a sequel. Um,
1: Yes, it's called, what, After?
0: It's called Postscript. Postscript. Yeah, and it came out in 2019 and they are planning to do a movie about it. Wow. And Hillary Swank has already agreed to be part of it. If Jeffrey Dean Morgan is not in it, I'm not watching it.
1: Just <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there.
0: That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, I'd seen it was that's a long time in between books. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a common thing that we're kind of seeing with these, you know, sequels. No sometimes. one has any
1: other ideas, so just go ahead
0: and write sequels, I guess. Right. Well, and I've mentioned before, same goes with movies. Like no one has original content for movies, so they just make all these books movies. Which, which is good for us. Good for us. More content for us. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> so the movie,
1: kind of mixed reviews. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience has given it an 80% and the critics have given it a 25%. Ouch. So, i, I think you got to take this movie more as, at its face value of it's a rom-com, mm-hmm. it's gushy and it is what it is. Yeah. So, i'm curious of that 80% how
0: many read the book before.
1: I'm if it, if it was me, i wouldn't even have known it was right. a book. So, yeah. i don't know. Uh, the budget for the movie was 30 million, it grossed 53 million in the US and 157 million worldwide. So, Pretty good, I would yeah, say. Just so. sounds like the critics didn't like it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> They're not. I don't think that's their target anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, so, not too much background on the movie, but a couple of funny things that I have that happened during the filming is you know the strip tease yes. scene with Gerard Butler. Um, at one point when they were filming it, you know he actually snaps himself during the movie with the suspender. Oh, really? He accidentally hit her at one point and had to go to the emergency room to get stitches <laughs> oh my God. so which I Ouch. I was like almost like looking for it to see if I could see like a scar on yeah. her but I don't know where it was but
0: that that looked like it would hurt <laughs> yeah
1: exactly um and then uh you know they go to a whole bunch of different places in Ireland. And you can actually go online and there's a guide to P.S. I Love You. It's like a tour. So if you're ever in Ireland and want to check out all of those. I wish I had um, known that when I went
0: in 2013. Well, you
1: can go back with me because I've never been. Fair. (laughs) So the cast of the movie, uh, I mean, you got to remember this was 2007. So a lot of these actors, I mean, they're big, but they're a lot bigger now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Hilary Swank plays Holly. Holly is the widow in the movie. Uh, She's a million dollar baby. Freedom Riders, as um, we said before uh, she was actually one. um she has won two oscars for best actress in million dollar baby and boys don't cry hillary swank is not my favorite
0: <laughs> so when i was remembering like oh because i obviously saw this movie but it was such a i legitimately thought it was jennifer garner in this absolutely, movie. absolutely <laughs> i did the same exact thing and i i think it's because that's who i wish played it <laughs> it makes a lot more sense because to me, Hilary Swank is more of a serious actor, mm-hmm. whereas Jennifer Garner kind of plays that cute like girl yeah. next door, thirteen going on thirty vibe. So yeah, I just kept thinking it was Jennifer Garner, and it yeah. definitely wasn't. Exactly.
1: So I, she's also supposed to be blonde. She was blonde in the book. Uh, Hilary Swank is not a blonde, uh, which we keep we keep seeing that a lot. Yeah they no one cares about hair she's color. She was also I guess.
0: supposed to be Irish and she's not. In the right. Movie. We will get
1: into that <laughs> whole part coming up. So it was a little bit of a miss for me. Yeah. But I mean she's a Oscar-winning actress, so you can't hate on her too much, I guess.
0: Well, and she's gonna be in the next one, so exactly. Yeah, suck it
1: up. <laughs> so Jerry is played by Gerard Butler. Jerry is the is Holly's husband who passed away. He can do no wrong in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I love him. He was in Three Hundred, Law Buying Citizen, um, How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Uh, the Ugly Truth. Um, he's originally from Scotland, which I think a lot of people, I mean, we're from the states, so. I think a lot of times anybody who sounds like they could be Scottish or Irish, we immediately think that they're Irish. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but he, I guess he actually got a lot of backlash for his attempt at an Irish accent that he actually publicly apologized to his Irish fans for how horrible
0: he thought he did. <laughs> I get it. If if I was Irish, I would probably take offense to it. <laughs> I guess.
1: I mean, I, like I said, being from the States, I, I, I thought it was believable. I almost thought Jeffrey Dean Morgan's... Accent was a little. I think he was off. trying a little too hard. Right. Yeah. So, but I love Gerard Butler. And I, I mean, he's a lot younger than he is, you know, now, but I love him. I think he's yeah. so great. He's hot. <laughs> he's super hot. <laughs> so, Denise is one of Holly's best friends, and she is played by Lisa Kudrow also known as Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> Phoebe Buffet. Yes, and she was in Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. I've
0: never seen it. It's so great. <laughs> it's so great. You have to watch it. Yeah. Uh, but I thought she played this this character perfectly. Oh, 100%. When I was reading it, she did an incredible job of taking that character from the book and bringing it to life. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. The One one of the beginning scenes when she's kind of going from guy to guy at yes. the funeral and like, what what's your story? Yes. Where, where are you and then she immediately just like makes out with one of them, like, you go, girl. Yeah, I
1: love, she was probably my favorite character adaptation. Yes. Because I really liked Denise in the book and I thought she did a fabulous job. I drop. agree. Uh, Holly's other best friend, Sharon, is played by Gina Dershawn. I think I'm butchering that. Uh, she's actually Jughead's mom from Riverdale. Um, and she's a badass in that show. So I, I loved her in this one too. I think she's, you know, the voice of reason friend a lot,
0: (laughs) big mama. Every every group has one. Yes. I'm pretty (laughs) sure I'm that one. I mean, sometimes,
1: (laughs) uh, but yeah, I thought she did a great job. I think her friends, I was so happy they kept these two characters in, uh, so and I thought they did a phenomenal job.
0: Yeah. We, we, I've noticed in other books to movie adaptations, sometimes we lose those like ancillary character Mm -hmm. so it was nice to see them in this in this one so daniel
1: in the book he is a bar owner kind of love interest um in the book or in the movie we will get into it a little bit more he's his character changes a little bit Mm -hmm. um but he's played by harry connick jr who
0: you know my mom loves (laughs) Every
1: mom <laughs> loves Harry Connick Jr. Um,
0: my high school English teacher also loved him too. She, was, she, she loved two things. Harry Connick Jr., and high heels. And her entire classroom was just either pictures of high heels or Harry Connick Jr. That is the best thing I have ever (laughs) heard in my life. And I hope that teacher
1: has won awards. Uh, Who knows? (laughs) That's amazing. Um, My mom and I actually went, I'm originally from Washington and at the wineries out there, they do like summer concerts. And I took her to go see Harry Connick Jr. one year and it was fabulous.
0: I was not a fan of him until he was on American Idol. Then I was like, Okay, you can sit with us. Yeah, I
1: think I, I absolutely hated this character in the, in the movie. Yeah. uh, And I didn't, which made me not like him in this, but I I really do like him in other films that he's done. He's done like some Hallmark stuff and obviously he's an amazing singer and he is an advocate for colon cancer now. Good to know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that character was wildly different. in the Yeah. I,
0: I preferred that character in the book.
1: Yeah, correct. So Patricia is Holly's mom which is not her name in the book. Correct. And is, we will get into it again, a very different adaptation from book to movie, uh, but is played by the infamous Kathy Bates. Love
0: her. Uh,
1: she is a Oscar award winning actress for Misery. She was in Titanic. She's been in American Horror Story. I mean, queen. queen. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's I mean, that's nothing I I else say. to say. Uh, I, I did like the way that they kind of brought her into this film. Uh, but I thought if, if they would have portrayed Holly's mom as she was in the book, I don't think Kathy Bates would have been the right person for it. Agreed. The way they, they did her in the, in the movie. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect casting for that. So last character is William who kind of becomes the love interest for Holly during the movie. William is not in the book. Nope. There is another man that That is in the book, but he doesn't get mentioned in the movie. So, but it's played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is right at the top of my list of men. Oh yeah. (laughs) I love him. I mean, I loved him as Denny Duquette in Supernatural, or in Grey's Anatomy. I loved him as John Winchester in Supernatural. And I love him as Negan in Walking Dead. There is, he has so much presence to him in any character
0: he plays plays, mm-hmm. that I just... I, I love him. R.I.P. Denny Duquette. One of the absolute best characters in the history of Grey's Anatomy. Uh, absolutely. Like, and there's been a lot of them. And there's been a lot. And the craziest thing is, like, he wasn't even a main character. Right. right. <laughs> that's what... That's how much of an impact... His acting had. So, yeah, he's great. And he's amazing. And I also follow incredibly good looking. <laughs>
1: yeah. And you get to see his butt in the movie. It's great. <laughs> but he, I follow him on Instagram. And him and his wife actually just recently got married in 2019. And they have kids together. And they are just. They live on a farm. Like, just.
0: It's important to note his wife is Hillary Burton from One Tree Hill. Yes. Who I didn't like her in One Tree Hill, but I love the two of them together in real life.
1: (laughs) Uh, And they actually had a tattoo artist at their wedding, which is like. Like doing tattoos? Yeah, you could go and get tattoos at their wedding. That is amazing. Right? I know. And the guys from Supernatural were there. I was like, if there's one wedding I wish I could have been at, I would have been at that one over like the royal wedding.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, they just seem like a cool couple.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So for this film, he actually learned to play guitar in a very short time because he didn't know how to play. But I felt like, I mean, if he, I'm shocked that he didn't know how to play the guitar because he looks like someone who knew how to play the guitar. (laughs) Like you look at him and you're like, yeah, duh. He knows how to play guitar, but evidently he didn't.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: So yeah, so I feel like overall the casting was great other than Hillary Swank, but she's, she'll do.
0: <laughs> she'll do. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> all right, time for our games rounds. First up is Who Said It? How are you feeling? You feel confident?
1: I never feel confident when the book is over 300 pages, and there's a lot of characters in this one.
0: I think you'll do okay. All right, let's see. All right, first up. I mean, it's not exactly time for us to hang up our dancing shoes and grab our walking sticks. We could stay out all night if we wanted to. We just... Are tired.
1: (laughs) That's like our life, man. I swear.
0: Right? Uh, After 30, uh, it's like... Uh, Is that Sharon? Denise. Denise. Close. 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 50-50 shot. (laughs) Next one. Shoot for the moon, and if you miss, you'll still be among the stars. Jerry. Yes. In writing. In writing. (laughs) All right. Next one. There's absolutely nothing wrong with returning to the house you grew up in every now and again. It's good for the soul. Holly's mom. Holly. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, it sounds like such a motherly statement. Well, she she felt like a very motherly character to me. <laughs> Homely. Homely. Ouch. Totally different, but okay. I'm just Next one. Nobody's life is filled with perfect little moments. And if it were, they wouldn't be perfect little moments. They would just be normal. How would you ever know happiness if you never experienced downs? Can I ask a question for a clue? Sure. Was this character in the movie? Yes. Holly's mom. Sharon.
1: Sharon. You were way off on that oh, one. <laughs> see, I
0: told you. A lot of characters, a lot of pages. I had a different Sharon quote, but I was like, that's way too easy. And yeah. you've been getting these for the past few months. <sighs> so all right, last one. Finding someone you love and who loves you back is a wonderful, wonderful feeling. But finding a true soulmate is an even better feeling. Holly's mom. Holly! <laughs> <laughs> okay. You were really hoping that I'd give a Holly's I mom mean... quote, huh? <laughs>
1: I was just thinking; it, it <laughs> sounded like something not, again homely.
0: <laughs> All right, time for F Mary kill. Do I even have to give you your options? Yes, you have to give me my All options. Right. Jerry, William, and Daniel. Oh, so you did go with the with the movie this time? Because how could I not give William you. to you? Thank you. Okay, <laughs> just this
1: time. <laughs> okay, wait. So William, Jerry, and
0: Daniel. Daniel. Okay. We're Our gonna, leading men.
1: We are going to definitely kill Daniel <laughs> based on how it's portrayed in the in the movie. Okay. We will I'm going to marry William because I want him every day of my life. <laughs> and I will go on an Irish vacation with Jerry.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Wink wink. Nod, nod.
0: Right, I think, I think that. Got it. it? Okay. <laughs> um, I will also kill Daniel because it's Harry Connick Jr. And no, thank you. I will marry Jerry because he is hilarious. He is.
1: He's really funny, and
0: I am all about humor. Like, if you're funny, you basically tick off every other category for me. Okay.
1: Do you not agree with that? I do agree with that. I just. Your ex-boyfriend didn't make me laugh all that much. Yeah, but he made me laugh. Okay, well, that's all that matters.
0: <laughs> um, and then I will go on an Irish vacation with William. I'm not mad at it.
1: <laughs> so the movie is... It's it's separated into seasons, mm-hmm. which I always appreciate when they segment things because then I know when it's going to end. It's good for your notes. It's good for the notes. Uh, so But the beginning of the movie is is a scene from New York. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat a huge difference between the book and the movie is that the book is completely based in Ireland, except for a little part where they go to Spain. Uh but Holly's from from Ireland. Jerry's from Everyone's from Ireland. Yep.
0: Even uh, the way that the the book is written, like the slang that they use is very like
1: Yeah, my reading voice European. had the Irish accent. <laughs> So, uh, but in, so in the movie though, Holly's American, her family is presumably from New York Mm -hmm. and Jerry is still Irish, but he has moved to the States to be with Holly. So they're now living in New York in a small, you know, a small quote unquote apartment, which
0: Still, Which still is pretty big is for New York. It's still pretty big.
1: And I had very much like Devil Wears Prada moment when they're like, our apartment's so awful and small. And I'm like, it's still bigger than mine. I know
0: people that literally lived in closets in New York. Right. Right. <laughs> so.
1: so, but they're, they're walking home from some event and Holly's really, really mad. And I love this scene because Jerry has no idea why she's mad. Oh, they went to dinner with her parents. Yes. And come to find out she's mad because he made a comment to her mom about how he would have kids, but Holly says she doesn't want any right now. And that's really what like set her off. And I I just thought it was such a relatable moment for all couples when guys just say things having no idea what, the backlash can right. be from Well, stuff and then like the, that.
0: the girl gets upset and doesn't actually vocalize why she's upset until <laughs> right. he pulls it out of her. <laughs>
1: you should know why I'm upset. Right. Read my mind. <laughs> so, but that's the first look into like their relationship. And they go in, she kind of kitchen sinks a little bit in terms of like she starts telling Jerry, you are trying to start a business with John, uh, which doesn't happen in the book. No. There's no John is his best friend, and supposedly he's trying to start a business with him, and that doesn't happen at all in the book. But then he starts telling her that, you know, she can never keep a job and she's mad because he doesn't have a plan and just like back and forth. And I feel like that's what couples do. They just kind of wait for things to boil over. (laughs) And, but my favorite line in this whole thing is when he was like, stop buying designer shoes. And she's like, they're from eBay. It doesn't count if it's from Minnesota or if Marc Jacobs comes from Minnesota. And I'm like, that is my life. (laughs) I love eBay and I love, you know, the Goodwill. So it doesn't count if you don't buy it. It's true. Full price. Uh, But he walks out and then immediately comes back in and they make up and all this stuff. And I felt so relatable to her at this moment because, you know, she's talking about she's like, you know, all my friends are starting families and buying these big houses. And Mm I'm like oh my God, like that's literally like our life right now. Like, you know, we're in apartments and, you know, I have a boyfriend, but we're not engaged, but we're going to weddings and it's like, you know, when is it our turn to do all this? And like, you know, but then you step back and you're like, no, our life is, pretty awesome like the way it is and it'll start like our life is it's happening you know I've officially
0: gotten to the point where I am a-okay with the fact that I am not at that level yet
1: (laughs) yeah you know and like sometimes you feel like you're being left behind but realistically I mean everyone's on their own timeline Exactly. but that's kind of where their relationship is right now Jerry kind of starts doing this strip tease that we talked about with the suspenders um like was that sexy or like no
0: um I think he was really trying He was really trying. Sexy. If
1: boyfriend Ray tried to do that, I would definitely applaud him. Like, at least for the oh
0: effort. Oh, God, now I have that visual. <laughs> you're welcome.
1: I mean, he definitely looks like Gerard Butler. I don't know what you're saying. Literally twins. twins. He's going to appreciate that you said that. Uh, but at one point, they're in bed together, and she men- she mentions, you were the last one up, go turn off the light. And that kind of becomes a little bit of an inside joke with them in the book as well. And she goes to turn off the light, stubs her toe, and he says, you know, we should buy a lamp for that side of the Mm -hmm. bed. So then it goes to a next scene and it just says winter.
0: By the way, that first scene was very long. It was very long. I did not remember it being that long.
1: (laughs) The movie was a lot longer than I thought it was, than I remember. So now it's winter and we go or we get a scene where they're in the bar and Daniel and Patricia are there. And like, having read the book, I was like, who's Patricia? (laughs) Like, is that her mom? Because in the book, her mom's name is Elizabeth. Elizabeth, Correct. And does not work at the bar.
0: (laughs) No. So, (laughs) Also, uh, she owns the bar in the movie, right? That's kind of what I... Yeah, she owns
1: the bar. So we are brought to believe that Patricia, Holly's mom, owns this bar. But in the In the book, the bar and, like, the owner are very different.
0: Yeah, so in the book, it's actually, like, a bar-slash-lounge-slash-nightclub situation. it's like like three three stores. Yeah, Um, and Daniel is actually the one that owns the bar. Um, He came about to own it, I guess, in some way. Um, They do mention it, but, again, not important to the whole scheme of things. Um, But, so, yeah, Daniel actually owns the bar, and then they happen to run into the bar on a dif- uh, random night that they were out for. Was it the karaoke or was it for the nightclub? I can't remember which one came first.
1: I'm not. I can't remember. which yeah, one. Yeah, but it was.
0: essentially they were there a couple times. And that's kind of how Holly gets introduced to Daniel. Whereas in the movie, he's just already there and is working. He's as, like a bar back. Yeah, basically. he's like he's like low totem pole in the movie. Yeah.
1: And and we come to find out that Daniel right right away, you're like, He's a little different. So in the book, he's like this suave, kind of debonair type guy, mm-hmm. and in the movie, played by Harry Connick Jr., he's this like dorky, led to believe probably on the spectrum somewhere yeah. where he can't he can't control control his, his speech yeah. and you know I think they were trying to make him a little bit more endearing, but it was just so different from the book. Like it was just a
0: little bit jarring to me where I was like, no, that's not what is supposed to be happening. Yeah. Having watched the movie way long ago, I remember being okay with this character at that point, but yeah, the, you know, going from book to movie, it's, it's very jarring and, and, almost like off-putting. Yeah, it was.
1: So, but during the scene, we also get to meet Denise and Sharon and then Sharon's husband, John, who is also Jerry's best friend. And they're at Jerry's wake. So they're there celebrating Jerry's life because now we find out that, you know, Jerry has passed away. At this point in the movie, we don't know what had happened, but they all come up and they take shots for Jerry and they play this really inappropriate Irish (laughs) song. And I'm like, that's the way I want people to to wake me. You know what I mean? Like yes, that, that seems like such a great thing. And Holly has this beautiful like stage uh, urn or stage case urn made for him because he was a singer. And then Sierra shows up and Sierra is Holly's little sister. And in the book though, she wasn't, at the funeral, at the wake, or anything, she comes way
0: later. Yeah, so she was in Australia. She was on uh, gallivanting, you know, in in Australia. And she actually... So Holly, in the book, has a way bigger family. So Mm -hmm. you've got her mom, her dad, and three brothers. Oh, yeah, three Three brothers. Three brothers and the one sister, Sierra. Well, you get only mom and sister in the movie. I was very upset that we didn't get the rest of her family. I was, too, because... One of her brothers is a key part of the book. Like, and a
1: key part of her like mourning process.
0: Totally. So I was, I was shocked. Because, again, we had both watched the movie first. So we didn't know these characters existed. But now knowing that they did and they didn't choose to put them in is just like, what were you thinking? I was just,
1: when, when Sierra came in and we realized we weren't going to get any of the other siblings she was not the one I would have kept in there. No. I would have definitely kept her brother Richard in the story or Jack. I just felt like there Sierra was so
0: like, useless well and you don't even get their like holly and her relationship in the movie either it's no. just kind of she's just there as a extra almost yeah <laughs> it was
1: very odd uh she does mention at the wake that jerry had actually written her and told mm-hmm. her to come back for this so i thought that was kind of a cute way of tying it in yeah. but that didn't happen in the book so i thought i was really really bummed
0: about I was too. Well, and that completely changes the dynamic of like her family dynamic, which Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll talk about specifically with Patricia. But in the book, she has a very tight knit, very, you know, very close family. Mm -hmm. And we didn't really get that. No, it's like the complete opposite. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: and also Daniel was not at the wake. Daniel didn't know about Jerry until way later Mm -hmm. in the book when Holly ends up telling him um, so that was another thing that was quite a bit different in the movie. Uh, but now Holly goes, oh, I have to go back. Cause <laughs> the whole part with Denise that you were talking mm-hmm. about at the wake is where she starts hitting on all these guys. And she goes, are you single? Yeah. Are you gay? Yes or no. And then she goes, do you, are you working? <laughs> and I was like, maybe that's the technique Ro should use
0: when you go out. Like um, maybe that's my you try. technique is, are you single? Mm-hmm. I don't actually ask if they're gay or not because I feel like I have good gaydar, but who knows? Um, And then my next question is, do you have money? (laughs) Yes. She doesn't care where it comes from. If you're working, do you have money? Same, same. I mean, kind of. As long as you have the money. Sure.
1: (laughs) Could it take you to jail? Maybe. (laughs) Uh, so, but now Holly's back at home in her apartment, uh, and really is kind of there for the first time since, you know, Jerry has passed by herself and she sits there and she just calls Jerry's voicemail, you know, on repeat. The cell phone is actually on the dresser, uh, when she's calling him. And it's just really sad because everyone's trying to call her and they're not, you know, she's not picking up and she's really just kind of going into this black hole of
0: mourning, which. I think anyone would. Oh, 100%. And it it is important to note that does happen in the book. She does also call him on his voicemail in the book. And she does go through, you know, a period of not wanting to talk to anybody. Yeah,
1: which is is totally fair. And this is kind of the part where we start. She starts remembering and replaying memories of when Jerry was alive. Uh, But she also kind of starts having moments where she feels like Jerry's still there. So it's a little bit like. You kind of have to figure out, like, is this a memory? Is right. she kind of just envisioning him there? So it it's a little strange in some parts if you don't know exactly what's going on. But she tells him, you know, she's always been the planner. And then she's like, you know, I don't have a plan for this. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And her place is a mess. And like, so is she, yeah. you know, it's just everything is a disaster. And her mom and Sierra and Sharon and Denise, like, surprise her for her 30th birthday. Uh-huh. And in the book, her 30th birthday is actually played out like a lot different. It's like they actually make plans, you know, way Mm -hmm. ahead of time to go out. So I thought that was that was I thought it was kind of cute how they did it in the movie, actually, how they surprised her. And then they were like, oh, my gosh, like your place is a mess. And she's like, mom, don't clean it. She's like, it's
0: fine. I'm just organizing the garbage. (laughs) What my mom would do. (laughs) Right. I am a little bummed, though. There's a scene at the club that they go to in the book that plays out that is absolutely hilarious that we didn't really get in the movie. No. Um, they do kind of touch on it in the movie where they're like, oh, she's the princess of Finland and we need to get in or whatever. But once they get into the the club, it's it's a really drawn out, really hilarious scene. Right. That I'm sad they didn't include.
1: Uh so but there's they're trying to like before they do decide to go out for Holly's birthday, they're trying to like get her to start moving on and telling her, you know, you need to like get out and and Sharon is like is really the tough love and is like, don't act like you're the only widow in Gotham city. Like <laughs> don't think that you're the only one who's gone through this right. before, which is a little bit of tough love, but Hey, Sharon's that girl. She'll she's tell everyone you like needs one. Is. Uh, but a birthday cake shows up and it says, you know, happy birthday, Holly from Jerry. Mm-hmm. And this does not happen in the book. There is no surprise birthday cake. And with the cake comes a recorder And it's a recording of Jerry basically telling her, you know, that there's a bunch of different letters, you know, that are going to be on their way. Like, don't try to think about how I made this happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just let it come. And then basically he's saying, go out with your friends for the night. Get it, you know, get ready, go out. So this is... Very different from what happened in the
0: book and how the letters come to be. Yes. So in the book, while she's doing her whole morning thing, she kind of, um, she's talking to her mom and her mom's like, there's a package here for you at the house, at her, his, her parents' house. I'm not really sure what it is. It's kind of big. So she's like, oh my God, like it might be, I, I, I think it might have something on it that says like the list or something like mm-hmm. that. And that triggers Holly's memory to say that, Jerry and her had made a list of things that they, like, needed to do or whatever. So she's like, oh my god, these might be from Jerry. Long story short, she goes to the house, she opens the envelope, and sure enough, it's ten individually packaged envelopes, basically each one with a different month on them that she's supposed to open at the start of every single month. Starting with March, which at that point in the book, March had already passed. So she opened that one and then immediately opened April. So a little different, actually a lot different. Her difference is she has all of the envelopes with her and I don't know how she had the control to not just open them all immediately right. and wait every single month to open them. But, and she would wait till like literally midnight on the first yes, of every month which and open them. I totally understand. But I liked that because it was like, it stretched it out for her. Um, without her having to, like, she really wanted to keep his intention the, the way that he intended her to do it. So she purposely made sure that every single month she stuck to it, which I really, really liked. But the way they did it in the movie was fine, I guess.
1: <laughs> Visually, I think the way they did it in the movie was... was-
0: Interesting. And it kind of kept it a little bit moving. Yeah. It incorporated other aspects, which I understand. It made more sense for movie purposes. Yeah.
1: So, but then she does go out with her friends for her birthday. They go to the bar that you were referencing. Uh, They turned it into a gay bar. Mm-hmm. In the movie, which, <laughs> uh, sure, why not? Uh, but, yeah, there's, like I mean, there's a lot more to that scene in the book. Uh, but Holly just basically gets smashed mm-hmm. and is getting consoled by a bunch of the gay guys. And I, I thought that was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I thought, I mean, I wish we would have gotten a little bit more from that scene. But it. I'm glad they kept some of it in, at yeah. least.
0: I was just jealous because she got to celebrate her 30th birthday in style, and I did not this year because of COVID, so.
1: um, You went out to a fancy dinner with your best friends, and then we went out on a boat.
0: Yeah, but, like, there's something. Like, I almost wanted, like, a last hurrah. Because, like, let's be honest, I'm not going to clubs anymore. Do you remember my <laughs> 30th birthday? No, I wasn't your friend. Um, You were. I was living here in
1: Arizona. You and were? I did not do anything. Ray and I went to, like, bowling or something. What? It was like four months after I moved from to Arizona. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I've been making
0: up for it ever since. Yes. Every so. a, every birthday since then has been great.
1: Yes. <laughs> so, you know, 30 just a number. It's so fun. what you're
0: saying is all of my birthdays will be better. next. Yeah. Year, next year. I mean, okay. you,
1: it's only you're only as old as you
0: feel. I feel 45. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so but they go back to the bar after they go to the club and Holly ends up hiding in a closet (laughs) which perfect and Daniel finds her and he starts telling her about how his girlfriend left him for his best friend who happened to be a girl Mm -hmm. which in the book kind of happens but he doesn't she didn't leave him for another girl
0: no it was his best friend who was a
1: guy (laughs) who was a guy and Really, that's kind of like the last time we hear about his ex-girlfriend in the movie. Yes. Because in the book, he ends up getting back together with his ex-girlfriend. Yeah,
0: so in the book, she, uh, this ex-girlfriend actually has a bigger role. There's a scene where Holly actually ends up running into her without knowing that she's his ex and kind of, you know has an interaction with her and the new boyfriend and then at the end Daniel actually ends up back together with the ex which we didn't get in the movie so very different but but it
1: was fine the less Daniel the better in the movie (laughs) to be perfectly honest but then Daniel takes her upstairs and then we find out that Patricia Holly's mom actually lives above the bar which was so weird which I mean I think maybe a lot of people do but again the book was like Holly lives in you know is from this full family who lives in this house they lived in for years yeah, in the suburbs and she yeah. goes to, and that was one thing that I missed is because when stuff happens you just bad stuff happens you just want to be able to go home mm-hmm. to your family and like you got such this comforting feeling during the book about how she just goes home and she spends time with her family and like we don't we get the exact opposite in the movie yeah I was really sad it was it was really sad so the first letter ends up coming just in regular mail and it says to buy a lamp a fancy dress and look for a job and that there'll be a sign and I was like whoa that was a lot in one (laughs) in one note because it does end up getting separated a little bit but I was like that was way more in one note than the first note Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the in the in the book and the notes get like progressively longer in the movie.
0: I know, they're like novels. Yeah, in the
1: book, they're like, you know, two to three
0: sentences each. Right,
1: right. But Holly goes back to work after she gets the first letter and she's a real estate agent, randomly, which she's not in the book. In the book, they talk about how she can't really keep a job she kind of goes from job to job yeah she's kind of
0: really just been like a receptionist yeah majority just, of her life and yeah she doesn't want to do anything she hates being a receptionist so she constantly just quits her jobs <laughs> right
1: and she ends up telling off one of the customers which i thought was hilarious yes. um but ends up getting fired from that job which again is not in the book because she's not a real estate agent in the book <laughs> right but the next the next thing that happens is a leprechaun you know, because it's funny because she would always call him her leprechaun because he's Irish. Right. So a leprechaun shows up to the door with the next letter and it talks about how she must go karaoke. And they we have a flashback of the last time she went karaoke, where she ends up falling off the stage and like breaking her nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so which I thought was hilarious. And you know me very well, you know boyfriend Ray very well. We love a good karaoke night. Yeah. We a love too much. <laughs> I mean, he loves it a little bit more. Ray will turn karaoke night, turn any night into karaoke night. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be official. Yeah, I remember
0: one night I promised him karaoke and I wasn't able to deliver. I don't think he's forgiven me for that. No, you still owe him a karaoke night.
1: (laughs) So in the story, or sorry, in the book, there's no story about how Jerry actually actually Signed Holly up for a competition before he died. Mm
0: -hmm. He like, which I actually liked that in the book. Yeah.
1: I thought like there's this big, it's not just a karaoke night. Like it's a competition Uh that he signs her up for and she's not a good singer, you know? And, and so I thought that was kind of a bummer that, that we didn't get that in the movie, but they're at this karaoke night and we get introduced to Tom. Mm -hmm. Did Tom look familiar to you? Yeah. He's Mr. Mayhem. (laughs) Yes. my gosh it's an insurance commercial (laughs) i love him (laughs) but they did keep him that he was like the karaoke host he does have a little bit bigger of a role in the book Mm -hmm. but i was glad that they still like you know incorporated him into it and in the book when holly goes up to sing she freaks out she like goes to the she hides in the bathroom yeah (laughs) And like, it's like this huge scene. And like, I think Daniel comes and like finds her or someone comes into the bathroom and like encourages her to go out there. And in the book, her family's all there to help, like support Support her. her. And when she goes up in the book, basically we get this like wonderful, my best friend's wedding scene where the whole family starts singing (laughs) the song together, which my best friend's wedding is one of my top five movies. It's a good movie. It's so great. So I was so I was so bummed that we didn't get that cuz it was very lackluster to me.
0: Yeah, well and in the movie she is like at first she she curses Jerry for like signing or you know telling her to do this. But she seems like she's cool with it in the movie. Yeah. Like, she was, like, hardcore struggling in the book. <laughs> she's like, she's I'm, like, not, doing I'm not doing this. <laughs> no. And it's also important to note that because of this karaoke thing is kind of another reason why her and Daniel become kind of close. Yeah. Because she calls the bar to get information about the bar. And yes. he ends up being the bar owner. So.
1: Yeah. So it was very different. Um, And also, but this is where Denise meets Tom, the karaoke mayhem guy. Mm-hmm. And... She, she does her whole thing. Like, are you single? Are you gay? Are you working? And then they kiss and that's it. She loves him. <laughs> the rest is history. So now, now Denise and Tom are together. It's almost exactly like it
0: happened in the book. <laughs> almost
1: pretty much. That was like the one thing that actually they kept the same. Uh, the next note arrives in the dry cleaning that gets delivered to Holly's apartment. And it basically says, you know, you can keep this leather jacket, but you need to get rid of the rest of my clothes, which I would assume is the hardest thing probably to do. Yeah. Um, is getting rid of someone's clothes. And in the book, her brother, Jack, who she's been really close to is the one that comes and helps her
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the movie. She has to do it all by herself. Cause there's no Jack. I <laughs> so I was really sad that like, again, that was one of the things we missed out yeah. with her brothers, not being in the movie. Um, but she does end up asking Daniel to come over to help move Jerry's things out. So Why?
0: Why do we need Daniel to do that? Not sure. Like, why didn't you ask John, who was Jerry's best friend?
1: <laughs> Correct. No one knows. So now it's summer, and the mailman brings the next letter. And it says, basically, it says to go to the travel agent. She goes with John. John doesn't go with her in the book. And we actually this scene is played out a lot more in the book. Mm-hmm. And we don't get any of the backstory.
0: No, it's, I actually like the way they did it in the book. So you... A new chapter starts and you get a backstory of this travel agent who kind of hates her job, like doesn't really enjoy having to deal with the customers that she deals with. And a handsome man walks in and inquires about, you know, good places to travel to. She mentions, you know, um, a city in Spain that a friend of hers went to and really enjoyed and like suggests that. Well, that man ends up being Jerry. So you find out that this was prior to him passing away. He went to the travel agency and essentially created a, vacation plan for holly and denise and sharon to go on um i really really enjoyed this because it was nice to kind of get a a different person's perspective in the book because it was it's very holly focused for the majority of the book so i really enjoyed that but yeah so different than the movie they actually end up going to spain in the book right (laughs) so why who knows who knows but she uh, actually i do know why because in the book they already are in ireland yes (laughs) exactly
1: but then she when she kind of figures out like oh my gosh he's sending me and the girls to ireland she tells she goes and tells her mom this and her mom is not okay with it like she's not she's she's like this isn't healthy that he's doing this to you and we really get and she's like i voice my opinion that's all i can say and she mentions that holly's dad left them and the comment she makes how she's like when Holly's like, Jerry left me, you know, he died. It was different, whatever, whatever. And her mom goes, yeah, because somebody choosing to leave you is so much easier than someone just leaving you. And I'm like, get her. (laughs) Like that was like the most perfect comment that she could have made at that time. So, you know, she said her piece and, and that's what she did with it. But they take the trip. With De- or she takes the trip with Denise and Sharon to Ireland, and they pull up to the house. I actually had to stop and I googled it because it almost looked like the house from The Holiday, and I was like, <laughs> I know it's different like countries, but it's very similar. That's like there's funny. one extra thing or whatever. Um, but it I thought it was so cute because they show up to the house and Jerry had actually written Denise and Sharon letters, which yeah. doesn't happen in the book. No, but, but I but thought I loved- it was super cute mm-hmm. how they added that. Uh, well, they go to a bar in Ireland and we meet Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's performing and her friends are saying, hey, you need to go up and like flirt with him. Mm-hmm. And she's the most awkward, <laughs> like the most awkward. Probably That's even, how I would be
0: talking to Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Well, I too, mean, though. me too.
1: But and so, you know, he basically is like, you know, you should stick around. We should talk after I, after my set is over. And he starts to sing a song that Holly or that Jerry used to sing to Holly. Mm-hmm. And so she leaves and is all emotional, which, you know, I would too, but it's also like Jeffrey Dean Morgan is singing to me. Right. I'm staying. Correct.
0: Any day. It's, uh, it's good to note here. I, I feel like in the movie, she was all gung ho about talking to this guy. Whereas in the book, like she's very against trying to like form a new you know, love interest or right. like against moving on romantically with somebody else. So I thought that was weird that yeah, they chose. she was to, like, very immediately... open
1: to the, to the option. I mean,
0: a- again, if Jeffrey Dean Morgan was the chosen person, mm-hmm. I would be totally open to it too. Right. But that wasn't an option in the book. So maybe that's why. <laughs> so
1: maybe, I mean, if Jeffrey Dean Morgan is an option right now.
0: <laughs> Sorry, boyfriend right? <Ray>. Sorry. <laughs>
1: He's, he'd understand. <laughs> uh, but they end up going fishing the next day. And I think this fishing scene is replacement for the lounging on a raft scene yes. that we get in the book from, or we get from the book in Spain. So <laughs> do you want to describe what happens in the book?
0: Yeah. So basically there, they decide to, oh, I think they run into like this group of like annoying girls um, who are kind of hanging out at the pool so they're like screw the pool let's go to the beach so they decide to get on this raft whatever that means I feel like it's like a floaty yeah because I think it was like Irish talk for a floaty yeah but anyway so they kind of they're floating around in the the water and then they realize that they are extremely far from the shore I literally started panicking because I was like that is my nightmare have you ever
1: done that floated out to sea no
0: oh well I haven't floated (laughs) but like I've had instances where I've been like swimming and then I look back and I'm like ooh, I'm pretty far. And so they try to swim back to shore. Well, they're going against the current. So the current keeps pushing them back out to sea. So basically they're like, well, this is stupid. We're exhausting ourselves and going nowhere. So then they just decide to kind of float around (laughs) um, until finally they get rescued by what I assume is the Irish version of the Coast Guard. right? Because those annoying girls that they were trying to... Get away, Run away from! Away. thank you get away from one of the girls actually noticed them in the water and called and got them saved so i was like see you tried to get away but she's the one that actually got you rescued right. so maybe like be <laughs> a little bit nicer so but
1: in the movie they're going fishing and they kind of are like at each other's you know throats they're kind of bickering about things and they end up losing their oars uh-huh. <laughs> and and so the, but like the oars aren't that far away i'm like just Swim to them. Just swim to yeah. them. But they let them just go. Because I'm sure it's cold or whatever. Well, and they all had vests on. I'm like, what's
0: right. the issue? <laughs> right.
1: So, but they let the oars float away. Um, but they're sitting there and they start talking, and Sharon, and this actually happens in the book as well. Sharon tells them that she's pregnant. Not in the boat, though. No? Not not at water, no. Oh, not at that point? Yeah, no. Oh. And then what about the Denise's news? No. No, that's wrong. Yeah, all <laughs> wrong. But okay, so at this point in the movie though, Sharon says that she's pregnant. And Denise says that she's getting married. It is because
0: there's a dinner. Yes. back in the book, yes. that Denise they and Tom it. invite their uh, all their friends to make an announcement. They make their engagement announcement, and then at that point, um, Sharon also mentions that she's pregnant.
1: Right, and but which is the, like a
0: double whammy. Like, right, bam, and the re- bam. <laughs> yeah,
1: Holly's reaction is pretty much the same in both. Though mm-hmm. she's like trying to be happy for her friends, but. You know, they basically are doing what she wishes she could still do
0: with Jerry. Right. They're mo- which, their their lives are moving forward and hers is not. Right. Which, you know,
1: you see both ways. You know that she's sad, but also like you got to be happy for your friends right. in, the, in these moments. But anyway, so they're sitting there. I love it. They like inflate each other's like life vests. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Uh, but lo and behold, our boyfriend William also works on the lake and saves them. How convenient. How convenient. And the way he smiles when he pulls up. I all- know. you can come rescue me any day. Uh, But they invite him for dinner and like any good friends, they like, just stay the night. It's dark out. You've been drinking. There's a pullout couch, like whatever, take a shower. And he's like, okay. (laughs) And then I was like, oh my God, I forgot we got to see his butt. And I was like, oh, this is the best. But Holly in all of her awkward glory ends up kissing him. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) Then he like basically laughs at her and then he actually properly kisses her like any guy should. Yes. And they end up sleeping together. (laughs) And then this part gets a little weird. They're sitting there having some pillow talk um, about her dead husband, which is no thanks. It's not, not. Not what I would want to be talking about. talking about exes on a first date. Right. Oh my gosh. Um, But come to find out that William actually played in Jerry's band and has known him for a really long time. And Holly like freaks out for a moment. And I was like, all right, like, don't be a dirtbag. Please don't be a dirtbag. And I don't think... I think it was just a coincidence. Yeah. It was a small town in Ireland, you know, whatever. Um, but he ends up telling her stories about Jerry, which ends up being really sweet. I yeah, thought I did too. And then after that, Holly ends up going to visit Jerry's mom and dad. It was quite a bit different in the book. The only time they referenced Jerry's parents is she runs into them. Mm-hmm. At one point in the book and she's with Daniel and yeah. they are really mean to him. Yeah,
0: they they basically think that she's moved on from Jerry and is dating Daniel and is apparently in love again, even though they didn't really see that. Um, and yeah, they, they're really cold to Daniel and they're just like, just yeah
1: so but that's the only time they're really referenced in the in the book which in the movie they are very nice people and you kind of feel bad for them in the in the movie um but they actually have a letter for holly because he assumed that she would actually go visit his parents while she was there the letter ends up being the story about how they met and we get this long flashback scene a little too long (laughs) if you ask me but basically she was in ireland on like a school or a college trip mm-hmm. and she got lost. She's wandering around Ireland by herself and she ends up running into him. So and then we go down you know just memory lane of how they met and and all this and basically the in that like 10 minute scene what I got out of it is that it's him reminding her the girl she was when they met. Mm-hmm. That she had all these hopes and dreams. She was studying art. She just wanted to create
0: things and that was the point of this letter. Right. Because at this point, she's lost herself, like, yeah. especially now that Jerry's gone. So, yeah. like, get back to your roots. Exactly.
1: So that's the end of the Ireland trip for now. Um, she's back home. And again, she's ignoring everyone. And she's trying to find her perfect job. Uh, before I go into kind of what she ends up you know doing. Mm-hmm. I'll let you explain the job that she
0: gets in the book cuz it's vastly different. Yes. So she actually ends up getting a job as a advertising specialist at a magazine. Uh um, her dream job, <laughs> which I was like that's what you want to do okay yeah. um but like kudos to you whatever uh and then she, wh- while she's working there she gets tasked um with actually doing a spotlight story on jerry's bar she, mm-hmm. she kind of brings the idea up because he's doing Daniel's some, bar sorry daniel's bar um she kind of brings the idea up because they're introducing a new drink i guess at the bar um and his, her boss is like well why don't you write the story and she doesn't know how to write <laughs> um and she actually enlists the help of the reception At the magazine. They they go to the bar, they it's like a whole scene, whatever. And then the receptionist gets mad because she kind of writes the story for her and thinks that Holly is taking all the credit. Long story short, come to find out when the, once the um, story is written, they actually gave credit to the receptionist. But yeah, that's her dream job in the book.
1: Yeah. And I did, (laughs) I did like her boss in the book. He was, he also was was a widower and they had a little bit of a
0: relationship in that sense. So I thought,
1: I thought it was, I thought it was more realistic. Than what was in the movie. So in the movie, she comes back from Ireland. She doesn't talk to anyone. She's trying to find this perfect job. She doesn't know what it is. She might want to be an FBI agent. You know, she just (laughs) doesn't know. Um, But she's watching an old classic film. And all of a sudden, someone comments about shoes or something. And then the phone rings. And she throws the phone at this frame that has this, like, I don't know, a little medallion thing, it's, it a magnet. It's the buckle on Jerry's suspender. Uh, ah, yeah. I didn't even catch on that. Yeah. But anyways, that ends up falling off and she ends up kind of putting it on like a shoe. Mm-hmm. And so then she, it clicks on her like, aha, I love shoes. I love art. I'm going to become a famous shoe designer. <laughs> okay. That sounds great and wonderful, but like it ends up working out for her, but I'm like, I mean, it's more realistic to be an advertising salesman. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) So now it's autumn in the movie and she's at design school and she's learning how to make these shoes. And she shows up at Denise's wedding dress fitting and basically just apologizes. Denise kind of calls her out for being a terrible maid of honor. Mm -hmm. And, but Holly apologizes and is like, I was just trying to work through things and they make up whatnot.
0: We kind of get a similar story, but it's, it's different. It's Sharon is like the key person in the book because she's been neglecting Sharon and the fact that she's pregnant and they kind of have it, they have it out at one point um, in the book. So we also see her at lunch with Daniel
1: uh, which it, this kind of happens in the book. She's more of doing like a business dinner with Jerry at, or at, with Daniel at some point, Um, but they're at lunch and she calls Daniel Jerry yeah. and it's so sad. He's like, I wish someone, I wish I could be someone's Jerry. And you're like, Oh, Daniel, uh, <laughs> But then she goes like she's just like knows that she's still like emotionally like messed up. So she goes and cries to her mom like we all do, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes that's all you need. And she goes and she talks to her mom more about like her dad and like the relationship between her mom and her dad. And like, you know, she really kind of gets the backstory on, you know, why he might have left and how their relationship was beforehand and come to find out her mom actually has been helping with these letters the entire time from Jerry plot twist plot twist because her mom was not on board with all of this, but she went along with it anyway. And she actually has a letter from Jerry to Holly. And she tells her that this is going to be the last one, Mm -hmm. you know, at that point we're like, what does it say? (laughs) Like she, we don't actually get to see what it says at that point, but Daniel is now trying to call Holly to like, just trying to like mend things. Cause he knows that he's made it awkward with her because you know, he really likes her yeah. and she doesn't like him back. And she ends up going and meet meeting up with him at the New York Yankee stadium, which again does not happen in the book. No. Um, and she actually lets, she lets Daniel read the letter. And I was like, that was such a lost moment for me in the mo- mm-hmm. in the movie. I was like, we all know she doesn't like Daniel, but we kind of find out that in the book, in the note, it's basically telling her, like, don't be afraid to fall in love love again. And she actually thinks it's a sign. And she thinks, like, oh, maybe I should give Daniel a chance. Right. So she lets him read this letter, which I thought just wasn't the right thing to do. But then they kiss and there's zero sparks. Right. Thank God. Thank God. And she's <laughs> like, and I'll, and they, they both are like, okay, good. Like, you know, sometimes we all, I mean, I have a really good guy friend and it's like, You know, sometimes that's all it is. Right. You know, it's fine. Uh, But that's kind of, and the movie kind of just starts wrapping up at that point. We see like some, some photos from Denise's wedding. Uh, that we see that she has become a shoe designer that's in the stores. Sharon has her baby. And then we see that she has now taken her mom back to Ireland with her, which I I, I love the way that this movie wrapped up. And they actually go and visit Jerry's parents' Mm -hmm. farm. And William is there because he's everywhere. And he's the one guy that I'm happy keeps popping up, you know? (laughs) But he's working there. And I loved how they didn't like make it seem like she went back for him. Right. You know? And it's just like, you know that they're probably, I if they are not together in the sequel, I
0: am going to be livid. <laughs> we'll have to read it and find out. <laughs> I know. Well, but- actually, he's not in the book, so never mind. Yeah, I'm like, how are we going to do Hopefully this? Hopefully she introduces him based off of the I movie. I don't so. know. See.
1: I hope so. But then it's funny because Jerry's, or, um... William's dad is with him and he kind of has a moment with Holly's mom and yeah. I thought that
0: was really cute. Which I was like, ooh, that could be a conflict of interest. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's
1: fine. They're not blood. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but that's really how the movie ends. And and I did like how they wrapped it up. But a couple things just overall, there's a pretty big scene in the Bachelorette party that we didn't get. Um, we didn't get Denise's wedding. Mm-hmm. And like we've been talking through the whole thing, it's like the brothers and the family are just something that I really, really missed in the movie. So. Yeah.
0: Um, and to touch on the brother um, situation, one of her brothers, Richard, she actually had a really, really bad relationship with growing or yeah, growing up and through her mourning and through her getting through this whole thing process, her and Richard become really, really close. Yeah. So, um, cause he goes through some stuff in his personal life. So that was really nice to kind of, see and read um having two brothers of my own it's like the relationship that you have with a brother is super important in my opinion so I was really bummed that we didn't get
1: that so when we have to answer the question did the movie stay true to the book the plot is there yeah the whole premise of the movie is there but in terms of all the ancillary storylines and characters I'd say no like you missed out a lot of it
0: I agree yeah the core is there basically you know the concept of she loses her husband her husband leaves her notes and you know whatever right. that's all there um but yeah the, certain things that i didn't necessarily think needed to be changed as we mentioned a bunch of things that were left out right. um so so are you buying the book or the movie I never thought I would say this because, again, having watched the movie first, I loved the movie when I right. first saw it, but I'm going to have to go with the book.
1: Same. I said the same. My mom asked me this morning yeah. which one I liked better, and I was like, I can't believe I'm saying this because I love this movie, but the book was really good. Yeah, I agree. Really good. Um, I'm sorry, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but I got to go with the book on it. Fingers crossed that he's in the second one. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, that's it for this one. Make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Girls. You can also email us at TheBootVGirls at gmail.com. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we are on Patreon. We've got a couple levels for you. We've got our $2 level, which is our rom-com level. That gets you episodes at least 24 hours in advance, and you also get access to our Karen reviews. And then our $3 level, our drama level, everything I already mentioned you also get a sticker for joining you get a quick shout out like we did earlier and then you also get access to our after credits party episodes
1: and all of our love
0: that's all you need really (laughs) in life (laughs) Um, all you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the movie girls
1: and up next we I let you do a little bit of like a soft one after all the Halloween movies I needed it you needed it this next one's a little weird It's a little strange. It's called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Uh, It's brand new to Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, It has a little bit of a following. So we'll see. But I think it's going to be weird.
0: (laughs) And I think that's
1: all I can describe for right now. So we'll see.
0: Well, there you go. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. And remember, don't judge a book by its movie.
1: Bye. (laughs)